Okay, guys, we're on Tenement Aleph. We actually went about six lines down yesterday just to finish up this stuff about the three different reasons why you can't get married on Cholomoe or on Yom Tov at all. And uh, one of the reasons was Ein Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha. So that's where the Gemara picks up here on the sixth line. Ein Ma'arvin Simcha Basimcha Minalan. This idea that you can't mix different smachot, meaning being able to blend the Simcha of the Regal with the Simcha of the wedding. What's the source? From where do we know that you can't do that? Dichtiv, as we said in the following Pasuk. What's actually going to happen here is when the quote of Pasuk about the celebration of the building of the Beit Migdash in the time of Shalom Melech, and then we're going to get off into some Agadita, basically about that uh, incident. Uh, to the end of Alman, basically. Okay, so Shlomo made the Chag. Okay, the Chag is a Sukkot, okay, because that was when the celebration over the the, uh, the inauguration of the Mikdash was during Sukkot. The Kol Yisrael Imo, Kahal Gadol, Milavo Chamat, and Nachal Mitzrayim. And all the Nishol was with them, a huge congregation from Chamat, Al Mitzrayim, Lifnei Hashem Elokeinu, before Hashem, they were rejoicing before Hashem, Shivat Yamim, Vishivat Yamim, Arba Asar Yom. Okay, the end of the passage says it was seven days and seven days, 14 days in total. Okay, so what's the idea here? He says, It would be true that you'd be allowed to blend different smachot. In this case, the simcha would be the simcha of the regel with the simcha of the inauguration, the Chanukah, the Bayit, the Beit HaMikdash. We would say, So he should have, the mintar really means of lishmor, like to guard, but here it means to delay until Sukkot, and just have the holiday of Sukkot be also the celebration of the inauguration of the Mishkan, of the Mikdash, excuse me. So, uh, so, that's, so, again, so the point is, the fact that he didn't do that, did seven days and seven days, shows that we might have separate celebrations for different things. Okay, so that's the source. So Gemara says, well, v'dilma mintar lo natrinan v'hechadi itarmei Says, but maybe fine, maybe what we learn from that Pasuk is Mintar Lo Natrina, I mean you can't delay a celebration to then coincide with a Chag. But the Itarme, but in the case where it just shows up and it just like the the event occurs, Avdina, maybe you can in fact uh, have both celebrations. Like maybe the idea of like the wedding, maybe you didn't, didn't meet the woman in time, or maybe this is the only time you're able to arrive on the boat and for your wedding or whatever, who knows what. So maybe in that case, where it just happens to be that the time of the wedding works out to be exactly on the Chag, maybe it would be a lab. So he says, no, in that case, if that was the case, then Shlomo HaMelach should have left over something from the Beta Migdash, and then he could have like completed the Mikdash at the last moment, right, and then have the celebrations coincide. Like if that would, in fact, if you're allowed to do that, he should have left it over. He say, ah, that's not really true. Shiure binyan Beta Migdash leaving over something from the building of the Beta Migdash, we don't leave it over. That's not what we do. You don't like get right to the last like, screw of the Beta Migdash and then like hold it off for a week. That's not really appropriate. So Gemara says, fine. So he binyan Shiure ba'amakalya orev. So it's fine, so he should have left over the Amakalya Orev. The Amakalya Orev is basically like, I don't know if you've ever seen like on roofs sometimes, they don't want birds to sit like on the edge of the roof, they put like these spikes. So that's what the Amakalya Orev is. It's a thing that they put on the edge of the Beit HaMikdash roof, so, so the ravens wouldn't come. So the Rashi says that the ravens were particularly attracted to Beit HaMikdash, because you got like roasting meat all the time, you know, on the Mizbeach. So it's like the raven's like, oh, here we are. So they have these things to make sure the ravens didn't come. Mar says, no, Kalyo Orev, Sorosh, Binyan, Habayajin. No, the Kalyo Orev is actually something that's necessary for the building of the Beit It's not like an extra thing. You actually needed it. So the point is, so we're left with this question. Again, why, how do we know for sure from this Pasuk that you can't, and we understand you can't 
uh, delay something, but what if there actually just shows up? Maybe you can actually do it. So Gemara says, Ella, rather, midimiyatir uh, kra. Rather, it's the ex- extra words in the Pasuk. Miyatir from the word like yoter. Right? It's like the extra words in the Pasuk indicate that you can't have a blending of smachot. How so? Mirte, let's see. Ktiv saryom. It says 14 days. Why do I need to then say seven days and seven days? Meaning we know how to do math, right? So if it says 14 days, we know it's not seven plus seven. So it's telling you is these are alone and these are alone. And each seven day period is considered to be um, unique and, and therefore meant to be separate. And that's what they're trying to show you that you have to have two separate celebrations, one for the Chanukah of Hamikdash and one for the Chag of Sukkot. And so too in all other situations in Ma'arbin Simcha Simcha. Okay, so that's the source. Now we do some agata. I'm Rabbi Parnach, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Otashanalu asu Yisrael at Yom Kippurim. That year, B'nai Israel did not celebrate Yom Kippur. Because, if you think about it, they were doing seven days of celebration before Sukkot. That means already from the 8th of Tishrei, they were celebrating. And so the 10th of Tishrei, they were basically rejoicing, eating and everything. They were worried and said, Maybe the Son'ehen Shah Yisrael is a euphemism, which means the, it means the enemy of the Jews, but it really means the Jewish people. But you don't like to say that the Jewish people are deserving of Kliya, which means destruction. So he said, they're saying, Maybe we deserve destruction. That's what they're worried about. So if that's the case, then we're. Uh, then um, if we don't have Yom Kippur, then we're, we're in big, really big trouble. Okay, so yes, the batkol ve'amr lahem kulchem muzmanim lechaye haolam habas. This beautiful idea. The batkol came out and said, "You are all invited to the world to the, to, the, to the world to come." Meaning that don't worry, you're all going to be forgiven for all your sins. Participating in the you know the chanukah that beit hamikdash is uh, is sufficient here. So Gemara says, "My uh, darish." So what, what was the drush here? Like how they figured out that that was true though? So amru kalvachomer. Meaning how they even know to like skip yom kippur in the first place? So they made the following kalvachomer. When it comes to a Mishkan, whose Kedusha is not eternal, because the Mishkan is only meant to be functioning until the Beit HaMikdash is built, and the Korban Yachid in the Beit HaMikdash, an individual's Korban in the, Beit HaMik, in, in the Mishkan, excuse me, is Docha Shabbos, Rashi points out, the Korban Yachid is the Nesim, right? the, 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 the princes of, of all the tribes, of all the Shatim, they brought Korbanot as part of the Hanukkah HaMishkan, and that also is Dosa Shabbos, and that's the Isra That's an Isra which Rashi points out is the most severe of all punishments. Mikdash, Tiktushato, Ktushato, Olam, the Korban Sibor, when it comes to a Mikdash, where its Kedusha is eternal, and it's a Korban Sibor that's being offered, a public uh, Korban. Yom HaKippurim de Anush Karet, and it's only in Yom Kippur, which is only Karet. And sometimes we think that Karet is worse than Skila. But the assumption here is that Skila is worse than Karet, because Karet is just like from Hashem. Skila is actually in Beit, it's going to be worse. So if that's the case, at low Kolshian, so all the more so, you should be able to, uh, to the quote unquote, violate Yom Kippur for the purpose of this celebration. Okay, so if that's the case, then what were they worried about? I mean, if they had this really great Kalba Chomer, then why are they nervous that they're going to be in trouble? So um, it says, no. Hatam tarach gavoa, hacha tarach well, There's a big difference. Because over there by the Mishkan, it was tarach gavoa. The reason they were bringing the carbonate from the Nisi'im was to celebrate to Hashem. They're offering carbonate to Hashem. Here, what's the big celebration that people are all doing? Is they're eating food and they're drinking. It's a, real, it's a physical celebration. It's a, so tarach hedu means it's a regular person's uh, needs. It's not for Hashem. So here too, maybe they, they said, maybe we should do the, we should do the Chanukah HaMikdash, but we shouldn't eat, we shouldn't drink. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what we were, they were worried about. 
And they say, no, no, you can't have a rejoicing when you don't have eating and drinking. You can't have a big, a big celebration and then be fasting all day. That doesn't match up. Okay. Now the Gemara says, where do we know that the Mishkan is Docha Shabbat, that the Kanukan Mishkan was Docha Shabbos? Uh, meaning, we know that there are 12 days that the Nisim brought the Korbanot, but how do you know the Korbanot included Korbanot on Shabbat? So even if it goes, you said, the Pasuk says, the first day and the seventh day, sounding like the seventh day is Shabbat, maybe it just means the seventh day of bringing Korbanot. Maybe they brought Korbanot Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, skip Shabbos, and then brought Sunday again, and Sunday and that second Sunday would be the seventh day. So, the day of the eleventh day. Notice there's a repetition of the word day there. Just as a day is ratzuf, it goes straight through, no interruptions. So to the eleven days are all ratzuf, there's no interruptions, there's no day when it wasn't a korba. Mar says, but dilma yamim haruyim ktiv. Sorry, maybe it means only the suitable days. It's true, they are, it, is, it is Ratsuf, but maybe it's only the suitable days that are Ratsuf, but that would exclude Shabbat. No, there's another puzzle that's written. It says, the day of the twelfth day. Again, same address. Okay, so same idea that the extra word yom indicates it's all in order. Well, maybe here also it just means the suitable days, excluding Shabbos. If that's the case, why do I need two psukim? In the fact, it has the 11th day that says it that way, and the 12th day that says it that way. So that tells you that there's something extra to be learned, and therefore it's even docha Shabbos. Okay, umikdash to docha yom kippur minal. In front of the window, the mikdash is going to override yom kippur. Maybe if you say it's because it says the 14 days, same question, right? Maybe it just means the suitable days, excluding Shabbos. Or, excuse me, excluding Yom Kippur. So we learn the Gzera Shava, Yom Yom, just like by the Mishnah, it says Yom. Over here it says also Yom. So same idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. So we can't do Gzera Shava. I guess, yeah, that's what they're saying. Like, yeah. Um, Okay, so Okay, so then we said that the Bakul came out and said you're all invited to Olamaba. Remember that 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 that, that uh, are always by Masora. Right? But theoretically, yeah, but that's what you're seeing, right? That, that you can they they figured out it. So from when we know that Hashem actually forgave Bnei Israel, like how do you know that? The Tani Tachlifa, it was taught as follows. It says the Pasuk, Bayom Hashmini Shalachetam, on the eighth day, he sent away the people. This is Shlomo talking about. Bayvarchuot Hamelech, they blessed the king. Bayachul Olehem, they went back to their tents. Smechim Betovilei, happy, happy and glad of heart. Alkola Tovarsha Hashem la David Abdo Yisrael Mo. For all the good that Hashem did to his servant David and to his nation Yisrael. Now the Gemara will analyze each of these phrases. Lahlehem, they went back to their tents. Shahachu umatsu nishahem betahara. Back to their tents is like a euphemism, right? To go back to their wives. That means they found their wives betahara, that their wives were not tmeot for nida, meaning they were available to go back to their wives to engage in marital relations. Smechim, that they were rejoicing. Shinahanu mizib hashkina. They were able to enjoy the glory of the, uh, of the Hashem's presence. Betove leiv. Each of his, everyone's wife became pregnant with a male child. Okay? For all the good, and here's the last part. Now, 
that they're all invited to Olam Haba. Oh, sorry, that wasn't the end, but that's the part that we cared about. Le David Abdul Yisrael Amo. So how about the last part? David Abdul Yisrael Amo. So Bishma Yisrael Amo to Achilahu Avion Yom Kippurim. So that makes a lot of sense. What does it mean? It means that Ben Yisrael he forgave them for the sin of Yom Kippur that they violated Yom Kippur. Elo Le David Abdul Mahi. What does it mean that David Abdul? What's the, what's the deal with David at this point? Why are we bringing him up? So Amar Yudah Amar Rav. Rav Yudah quotes Rav saying as follows: A famous Agalata here. When Shlomo wanted to bring the Aaron into the Beit HaMikdash, the gates stuck together and they couldn't open the gates of the Mikdash. Amar Shlomo, He said 24 like songs and he wasn't answered. Um, so uh, Rashi points out that in that, uh, in that Parsha there, I think it's Tilam Kaptala there, it's saying, it says, Rinat, Chinat, Chila, Bakasha, it says all sorts of. Uh, um, and his, I'm sorry, no, his tefillah, his tefillah, he's all sorts of languages of singing or, 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 or you, know, uh, you know, petitioning Hashem, things like that. So he said, 24, 24, and he wasn't answered. Then he started saying, so he wasn't answered either. Once he said the following, Hashem Elohim al so Hashem, don't like turn away your face. Uh, remember the kindnesses of David, your servant. So then he was answered. Do you see that David Hamelech, like in the schut of David Hamelech, the gates were able to open. At that moment, the uh, the faces of the ones who who hated David turned black like the, like a pot, and they became like upset. Everyone knew that Hashem had forgiven David for that sin, presumably the sin of Bathsheba. Okay. And it says, Rabbi Yonatan ben Asmai, Rabbi Yudah ben Gerim, Tanu Parshat Nedarim, Bey Rabbi Shem Bajuchai. They were all they were teaching Masach and Nedarim in the in the Bey Midrash Rabbi Shem Bajuchai. Ifter minei beorta, they uh, took leave of him in the evening at night. Letzafar hador become after minei. In the morning they came back and took leave of him again. I mean they came back to his house to like say goodbye again. So Amar Lo, he said to them, but lav ifteritu minei beorta. Didn't you already take leave of me in the, at night? Amar they said back to him, the tani rabenu, Rebbe taught us talmid and iftar mi rabo belam beotahir tarich lipatami menopamacheret. That if a student takes leave of his Rebbe, but he sleeps in the same city, has to come back and take leave of him a second time. Shenemar it says by Yom Hashmini Shalach Etam by Baruch Hu Etamelech. It says right here by Shlomo. Then the eighth day he sent the people and they blessed the king. And it says also, On the 23rd of the month, he sent the people away. The 23rd of the month is the after, right after Sukkot, right? So that'd be the end. So why does he say it two times? So I guess that's where we learned this exact idea, right? That if a Talmud uh, takes leave of his Rebbe, he sleeps over, so he has to uh, leave again. So Rabbi Shimon Yochai said to his son, these people, like these, uh, these, Rabbi uh, Gerim and Rabbi Yonatan Ben Asmai, they're like people of uh, stature. Like they're really, it's quite a good teaching. So go to them and have them uh, bless you. He found them, uh, literally, Ramu Kray means throwing psukim at each other, but it means like raising contradictions within psukim. It's like a good form of analysis of psukim. So we'll get stuck in the middle here a little bit. It says, Ktiv, Pelas So the idea here is like, like sort of uh, plan out your your steps 
and your ways should be uh, like um, prepared. Uchtiv orachayim pentiflas, the way of life, lest you sort of like, um, lest you uh, like smooth it out. The idea is, Rashi points out here, the the first pasuk implies that kol mitzvah shetavol liyatfa aseota bengdola bengtona ve'al taniach tanavik meyagdola. Oh, sorry, that's the second puzzle. Right, the, the, the first puzzle, excuse me, is telling you that you should always weigh your measure, like weigh, like plan out your road, like always plan out which mitzvah you're going to do. Presumably find a better mitzvah and do that mitzvah. But the second puzzle is telling you just travel, just go on the road. Whatever mitzvah comes your way, do it. So it seems to be a contradiction. Which one are you supposed to do? Take any mitzvah you can get or plan out which mitzvah you do? So he says, Lokasha, Kaab and Mitzvah Shabshar the Asotai de Achirim. So one's a mitzvah you can do through other people. Kaab and Mitzvah Shayyib Shar the Asotai de Achirim. Okay, and then the other one's a mitzvah you can't do other people. So a mitzvah you can do by other people, so then let other people do it, and you can decide, or, or you can decide which one you want to do, so you can, you can plan it out. Mitzvah that it can't be done by somebody else, so just go ahead and do that mitzvah. So we'll stop here. We'll continue with that, uh, this Gemara tomorrow.